0: And welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week, we are continuing our elemental series with the element of Earth. But before we get into that, please remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, etc., etc. on your favorite podcast app. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, CastBox, pretty much everywhere. You can email us at Lunar at LunarMagicTeaTime.com. That's the website, LunarMagicTeaTime.com. And you can find us on Facebook. There's even a Facebook group. You can find us on Instagram too, but that's been boring. So don't, don't, don't. Uh, <laughs> I've been overwhelmed and I've been making a lot of craft. So I just, let's just pretend that that doesn't exist right now. Uh, so this week's episode <laughs> is the mm-hmm. element of earth the element of earth is grounding and sustaining it's stable you know most of us think of of the ground outside of our homes kind of or in our backyards but it's also very full of the potential for destruction and most of us Mm -hmm. think of it as home or you know we live on the planet earth right yeah it provides us with our food it gives places of shelter without her we would not be and the work that we do around the element of earth is often grounding and centering providing sorts of work this is where the work of stones and flowers and trees happens and I think I could probably wax poetic on this episode if I'm not careful because I I like earth I like the nature of it hmm and, but even with all that she provides, there's always danger: landslides, quicksand, avalanches, mm-hmm. earthquakes, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Take the good with the bad. Volcanoes. Oh Lord! <laughs> what?
1: Nothing. I just think, volcano.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Earth magic is rooted magic. It's the magic of protection and growth. And it's also the magic of the material world, uh, of jobs and careers and providing. Earth magic is the magic of healing. And when used in combination with the elements, the other elements, sorry about that, it can be used to increase those magics. Naturally, one of the planets for Earth is, I don't know, Earth? (laughs) Maybe. Listen, it's been a long day with a lot of real, real silliness. Yes. So, uh, but also Saturn, which is I find really interesting because Saturn's just a gas giant, not just a gas giant. Saturn is like anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the signs are Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. Mm-hmm. The direction is north. The sense is touch, and the art angel is Uriel. If you're into angel work. Hmm. The tarot suit is pentacles or discs or coins. Colors to work with when we're working with earth are going to be green, black, browns, neutrals, grays, you know, earth tones. Yeah. Uh, uh, crystals are black tourmaline, onyx, hematite, obsidian. I also added, you know, technically all of them. Yeah, they're all from the earth. Because they're all from the earth. I mean, maybe, maybe not meteorites. (laughs) Maybe. Plants are going to be rosemary, frankincense, bay leaves, daisies, oak, clover. And I'll add from experience that the woodier the plant is, the more you can use it in earthwork. So you could use valerian, any of the sages, because sage can be a woody plant. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be using sage in a lot of your work, like culinary sage or the non-endangered sages. And there's loads of opportunities. Lavender. Lavender can get really incredibly woody depending on the species. The woodier, earthier, you know, sturdier that herb is, it will translate very well. So some creatures you can work with are going to include the basilisk, cockatrices and <laughs> yeah, I know. and Gorgons, which includes Medusa. I like her. but you know me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you you an angry little lamp? Come on. Yeah, I you're... <laughs> we'll get along fine. Earth deities are going to be obviously Gaia, who is the personification of Earth, Terra. also. Uh, Demeter, Persephone, Danu. Sif, Rhea, Circes, again, Tara, which I said, good, hey, good me. And Prosperpina, she's a Roman. Nice. Actually, I think she's Etruscan. Okay. And had been co opted by the Romans, I believe. But that is not my strong suit. Okay. So,
1: So, in my limited time this week, because I just got <laughs> back from North Carolina. In which I did get grounded at their beach, and it was like 75, 76 degrees. Oh, my goodness. Might have stepped on a couple of jellyfish, but thankfully they were dead. I know what kind of grounding that gave me. Tons of shells. One thing I noticed about the shells is they're a lot thicker. I have a bag here somewhere. I'll show you, like, all the shells were just thicker. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> And I got us a lot of fairy shells. Ooh! I don't know if I can show it to you or not. <laughs> but um, yeah, stickers, and I also got these cute little shells that are going to be a little fairy-like wall in Kinley's fairy house.
0: Oh, cute! So yeah,
1: um, I got a volcano rock too. Ah, so. Um, yeah, I got grounded. So when I got back, um, I do have that series on my Kindle and it's called Elemental Magic Secrets of Water, Earth, Fire, and Air Magic, and Secrets of Magic with a K by Mary Silva. And like the water, I guess I never really thought of it, but I'm gonna just read a few that she had and their magical properties. Uh, a cannon, they're connected to the feminine energy of earth, and I guess that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. um clay is a good foundation for creation of puppets um cave is considered a symbol of the unconscious mind some Mm -hmm. believe it represents the underworld or the meeting point uh desert is believed you one can see absolute truth in the desert in other words your very soul becomes naked. a mountain absolute self-awareness and consistency metamorphic rock uh, like marble quartzite um This gives a piece of nature in the form of crystal to be used in certain charms and spells. Sedimentary rock, they're soft and easily breakable. You can use them in spell work by shattering to represent breaking free of something. Mud, um, things, complications or anything holding you back. A valley is transformation and enrichment. And a plateau, you can use it to perform a spell aimed at improving your consciousness. So again, like with the different types of water, the different types of the earth or the ground can have different magical capabilities mm-hmm. that was pretty interesting i know especially okay. with um i'm just gonna go when i think of errors i don't you think of just being grounded and eye. you don't think of all the different types or even like trees and everything else communicating and all that mm-hmm. so i think like we kind of sometimes get focused just on one thing with a particular magic and don't think of all the the different um, capabilities
0: of it we get very comfortable and we don't expand out or challenge ourselves Mm -hmm. i think is a big part of it and i know that in traditional like celtic shamanism going into the cave even if it's just um metaphorically through a meditation entering Mm -hmm. in the cave you're going into the shamanic realm When you enter, and that a lot of the um, initiation rituals occur in caves, or caves are a part of them in some way, depending on the the practice. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. A crossover between different dimensions or different spirits, too.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Even if we're just talking metaphorically and subconsciously. Yeah. So. Which brings us to our simple meditation, because we're keep trying to keep things simple, but trying to also expand sort of our thought process. Um, as with all of our meditations, uh, prepare first by finding a quiet place to work where you won't be interrupted. Uh, preferably for this one, outside. I realize what time of year it is, but uh, you know, if you can. Find a nice quiet place outside. Have your journal ready. If you're going to take notes at any part of the process, Um, you can have incense or candles or things like that. But if you do always remember, especially if you're outside, practice fire safety, please. Take your centering breaths. And when you're ready, close your eyes and envision that you are putting down roots. Let like feel the roots coming through your system through you into the ground either through your hands or through your feet or through your piney if you're sitting connected to the ground feel the roots digging into the dirt and exploring the dirt and exploring how the soil beneath you feels send out tendrils of roots to explore what are, what are they bringing what are what are the sensations as they go out through the dirt and again this is all just we're just imagining this we're not actually putting down roots <laughs> we hope not I mean maybe yeah, wow, a show. <laughs> listen if you do that let me know because that is some awesome magic and I want to be a part of that uh <clears throat> But roots also bring us nourishment. So what is what is the nourishing earth bringing to you in this moment? Are you finding any little mushroom fungi underground? They twist and they turn around other roots and they form root communities. And they communicate this way. Plants communicate this way. Feel yourself reaching out to the plants and the fungi in your area and listening to what they have to say. Keep exploring and keep exploring these sensations. The bugs, are there bugs in the earth? What are they doing? Are they helping nourish you? What are they bringing? Are they taking away the waste? The things you no longer need, that's typically what happens. So explore these sensations and these feelings and these thoughts. And when you're ready to return, take a few deep breaths. Slowly open your eyes, kind of retract those roots back into your body, metaphorically. <laughs> and that's it. That's the simple meditation. Nice. I have done this meditation actually several times. And it is because I, my work tends to be around ocean animals. And so this one was a trip for me to do. This one's always very different. It's it's much more connected. When I when I do my more comfortable meditations, they're very floaty and drifty and, you know, light wave. And this is very it's sinking and it's heavy and it's connected and it's it's very different. So the simplest form of earth magic is just grounding your shoes off in the dirt or the grass or the sand or whatever and you just picture all of your troubles all of your stresses all of the bullshit from the the world just flowing out of you into the ground and letting the earth do what the earth does by purifying it or whatever picture the healing energy then coming up through your legs and doing what it does best and gives giving you an anchor point. That is it. That's it. That's the simplest earth magic. I love it. It's, it's great. So throughout this series, we've been doing journal questions and for earth, our journal questions are what keeps you feeling grounded? What does feeling supported look like to me? Where in my life can I build better boundaries? (laughs) anyway how can I create a supportive environment what does abundance look like and finally what does manifestation mean to me and how does that look some earth mantras are I am safe I am grounded my boundaries are healthy and I hold them my personal growth is aligned with my higher goals. I personally am a fan of my personal life is aligned. My personal growth is aligned with my higher goals because I sometimes feel like they are very separate things, but they should not be. And you just yeah. just get caught up in life and not. hmm
1: Which is why... I've been struggling to make magic a part of my everyday life. So this year, I know it's not that part yet, but it's going to take me some planning. (laughs) The 12 days of Yule Mm -hmm. is going to incorporate a time of magic for each day. Oh, 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 okay. In which I can incorporate some of these. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So whether it's manifestation or meditation or candle magic or so mm-hmm. obviously it's gonna have to start this month they gonna have to start the planning so first of all to figure out the first day of 12 days of yule
0: yeah oh
1: exciting oh, yeah i thought that would be kind of cool because you know we struggle we get in the everyday life and you forget about am my my life coming up is gonna be crazy too mm-hmm hmm mm-hmm. so <laughs> We'll see how that goes. I figured I'll start the planning now. Absolutely. And, excuse me, but next week is Thanksgiving. How yes. did that happen?
0: Right? I feel like it was just yesterday, it was Halloween. So I I am a hundred percent convinced that it was just last week. So
1: before I went on the trip, I went, Oh, I need to order my
0: turkey. <laughs> I know. I'm but, hoping I can I'm hoping I can find a turkey breast because we're not it's just we're just doing a small thanksgiving yeah but uh uh the yule tide the yule season decorations are already in my garage <laughs> my house is over this weekend because i gotta do my shows because it's been a couple of years it's been a while since Ooh. i've gotten to do uh your house is gonna throw up santas everywhere everywhere because santa is nothing but a big old say and i love him yes. yes i love him so our next episode should what is left we should have air girl i don't even remember we should air okay. and water okay so air and then and then Yule, and then i don't have my calendar in front of me that's my bad. next year and then and then next year and we will be into our year of astrology which will be fun and a challenge for me which i appreciate. So, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, on all your fo- favorite podcast apps, we're on stitchers iTunes, Spotify, Castbox, blah 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 blah. <laughs> uh if you need to email us, you can find us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. That's lunarmagicteatime.com and find us over on Facebook. as Always have a magical day and
1: I'm going to put to use my patio and get outside and do a grounding meditation, journal the fire, um, have mm. a magical day, and stay safe out there.